0: It's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys, Dan and Cass. Go Bucks!
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass. Um, Last episode, Cass, you know, we left off. Ohio State basketball was in pretty bad shape. In this episode, they're even worse shape. They blow an 18-point lead. Um the Holtman special, as we call it, it, it. They're about to be dead last in the Big Ten. Yep. I, I, like, I know you boycotted them last week. I'm I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. This season's done. It's cooked. Holtman out.
0: Yeah, it's it's over. It it's quit torturing us. Gene, do us a favor before you retire, fire Chris Holtman yesterday like the misery i i bet jake diebler could get this team up and running and win win a few games it's just embarrassing like you had the best turnout all season for a big 10 game because you gave out free t-shirts and you know you were a student in Ohio State. whenever they announced free t-shirt something free students show up you had an 18 point lead and you blew it you can't have in the game of basketball, you can't have one. The only man moving one offense is the guy with the ball. Like, what are we doing?
1: No, it's the the offense was dreadful at the end. Um, I feel terrible for the, the staff at the Schottenstein Center who put together the t shirt prom- promotion. It actually looked really nice from the photos I saw. The problem was, um, uh, still i felt like half the stadium was full because no everyone's kind of given up at this point the tickets are still ridiculous for some of these games it's you know to sit in the lower level it's still like 100 150 bucks this saturday to go see maryland it's like the the prices oh. are ridiculous this is a complete failure by the athletics by by the athletic department the ticket prices are too much um this contract holtman's in is too much and i'm all for just fire him now and honestly even if we if if we have to use Jake Deebler for next season too, let's just see what he got. Like he knows the program. If if we can, you know, I'm fine with paying Jake Deebler the minimum for the next season, too. Um, and then obviously if we have to go in another direction after that, do that. But it, it's just ridiculous. It's um we're throwing our money into our pit a pit. Um, it's a sunk cost fallacy. We're not getting the money back. Just get rid of him and let let's figure out something.
0: York, do us all a favor somehow, some way get Jay Wright out of retirement, or bring back Thad. Thad is literally going to probably take Butler to the NCAA tournament.
1: It's so frustrating watching Butler play because Thad's doing doing really well with not a lot. I feel like when you watch these games, and it's if you gave Thad this recruiting class like the talent Ohio State's roster, I mean, I think. Yeah. I think we're four or five wins better easily. Um, you know I think we're contending. Um, probably we wouldn't a- have
0: lost to Indiana. We wouldn't have lost to Michigan.
1: Yeah, and then we probably also wouldn't have lost to Rutgers
0: or Penn State.
1: Penn State. No, we didn't lose to Rutgers, right? No, we beat Rutgers. I'm I'm we sorry. We beat Rutgers. I I, I just assume we lost to Rutgers. No, but we probably would beat Nebraska. We probably be beating Penn State. Uh, we probably beat Illinois. We um, wouldn't have
0: given. We wouldn't have given up big big leads.
1: We would play defense. It's yeah, it's, it's just frustrating watching that. Um, and it's like the offense they run with Roddy too. At the end, it's they kept like letting him dribble on the base baseline, and they didn't change it up once.
0: No, oh, it was embarrassing. It was probably the most embarrassing game I've ever seen. The women's, on the
1: other hand, I was in uh, real quick. I was just in disbelief. Like no. we, it, we I, I was like. I cannot. I literally tweeted. I cannot believe we're losing to Indiana, but like I can believe it. I just like when you see it happen so many times, you're like, it's not going to happen again this time. It's just not right for us to do it again, and we did it again. That's what yep. that's what shocked me.
0: And on the other hand, you have the women's team selling out the shot. Number five team in the country. They're up at Minnesota tonight. Um, actually tips off right after we get done recording, and they're balling right now trending in Ohio and Columbus women's basketball trending up and getting more viewership than the men's hands down
1: yeah it, it's honestly awesome to see that Cass I, I know um you know it the women's the women's team is great my question for you is do you think they have a chance to win? like do you think they will be able to win the Big Ten regular season because they they finish at Iowa? It, it the, rest, the rest of their season. It's a tough question. I know. I hate to put you on the spot. It's the re- let me give you the rest of their schedule. It's they play Minnesota tonight, then at State on Sunday. Um, they play Nebraska. He's playing good ball. Yeah, they play Nebraska at home. When Valentine's Day, I believe it is. Um. On Thursday, the 22nd, they play at Penn State. Then when? February 25th um, at home against Maryland. When? And then Senior Day. I mean, it probably won't be Senior Day. Well, I guess it will be Senior Day, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get a home game for them in the tournament. Um, This will be mid- that team up north, February 28th at Ohio. When? And then the season ends, though, the last regular season game. Monster matchup March 3rd. I believe it's a Sunday, one o'clock at Iowa.
0: Well, that's Caitlin Clark's last game. I don't think I don't think the Buckeyes are going to win that game. They I would love for them to go in and ruin Caitlin Clark's senior day, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Um they'll get the two seed in the Big Ten tournament and they'll probably face Iowa again in the championship. And then they'll get a two seed in the NCAA tournament. And I have it, and they have a legit shot to make it to the final four.
1: Do you think so? Do you do you think the Iowa win early on is enough to coast off of? Or do you think this team has like, what do you think is more important for Kevin McGuff? Do you think it's getting to a final four or winning, you know, the Big Ten tournament or the Big Ten outright?
0: I think he wants to do it all. Okay. I think he wants to do it all. And I think. I think this team has the potential to do it all. We've shown that we've beat, you know, obviously we've beaten two top 10 teams. I think that, you know, as long as J.C. Sheldon, Cody McMahon, and Taylor Thierry keeps playing like they are, and you can't uh, can't forget Celeste Taylor either, uh, as long as they keep playing their brand of basketball and not getting foul trouble, I think they're going to go a long way. And they know how to frustrate Caitlin Clark. They do. And I think if they get in the, they, they, I don't, here's the thing. I don't think they're going to win the Big Ten outright title. I think I, people may believe this or may not believe it, but I'm in the theory that referees, it's the Caitlin Clark effect. They're not going to not let Caitlin Clark win senior day, they're not going to not let Caitlin Clark win a Big Ten championship. I would almost put all my eggs in the basket and put Iowa winning the national championship because of Caitlin Clark. That's where I'm at on this, but I do think the buck lady Buckeyes can make it to a final four. I really do.
1: Right. A final four would be awesome. I think my take when it comes to tournament time basketball, and this, this is a take I've kind of put together the last couple weeks. Cause we always, I feel like we always get to this and, there, and there's always one or two teams that are the exception, but it does like UConn, I feel like, is an exception. Some like if you're a powerhouse, just like, yeah, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't apply. But I feel like sometimes coaches and it, like you have to pick and choose your spot, like your what you want to win. Like, because sometimes if you make a deep run in like your conference tournament, then you're kind of gassed for the NCAA tournament. And uh, like you see that a lot with like the Big Ten team.
0: <laughs> like, um, and luckily for the high for the Lady Buckeyes, they, they'll only have to play three games, talks. Yeah, well,
1: that, that's that's a great point. But like when Ohio State and like Illinois, when they played in 2021, um, they, you know, yes. they, they they were duds in the NCAA tournament. Iowa, uh, a couple like two years ago, I think they won the Big Ten tournament done the NCAA tournament. Purdue last year lost to a 16th seed. <laughs> and and I, I don't I don't know if this is like a true theory, but I just feel like, you know, playing in a, such a tough tournament. And it's it's always the last game that Sunday. It's like the Big Ten championship is always the last game before. Well, if you think about
0: it, last year, Ohio State Lady Buckeyes made it to the championship game, lost that Caitlin Clark in the Big Ten championship, and then made an elite an elite eight run.
1: Yeah, so and that's my. It doesn't always apply, but I think it's it's I think there's a there's a correlation. If if we like <laughs> someone put the data, I think you'd see a correlation, but it's not always because there are some elite teams.
0: There is, and the, here's the thing: the fact that we're sitting here talking about women's basketball and not men's is wild. I mean, it's just completely wild.
1: No, it is. It is, but you know, it's it's a testament to how great a job Kevin McGuff has done with this women's team. They're exciting. Like, uh, like we we I enjoy watching them. I enjoy you talking about them. I enjoy, like. I'm 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 really excited for the NCAA tournament with them. I'm like I'm gonna be going nuts for them. And it's also just um a detriment on how bad Holtman has done as a coach. Because we're, like if you told me, if you told me in like 2019, 2020, we'd be talking about women's basketball more than Ohio State basketball, I'd be like, You're crazy, but here we are. And that you know and, like,
0: McGuff, and the thing is is Coach McGuff has been consistently good.
1: He really has been. And and, so. like, and there and don't forget, there were sanctioned. Like he did not he did not have a the you know, he was not Kevin McGuff was not born on third base like Sherron Moore <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was not born on third. He, he kind of didn't inherit the best situation, and he's done an awesome job fielding a team with depth. They play hard, they play, you know, a full, what is it, 40 minutes. They, you mm-hmm. know, they play great defense, but like the offense is good too.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing to watch them going back to Sharon more. I think he's. Born, be- I think he was born on shortstop between second and third, just my opinion. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, like that's actually a good point. Let's talk about football now um, because it's depressing to talk about Ohio State basketball unless you're talking about women, the women's team. But we're 60 some odd days to the spring game. We are 203 days, I believe, until kickoff of college football. Of Ohio State football and I was looking at Ohio State's schedule today and I come up with the bright idea to let's predict the times of every game
1: I I love it I think I think we did this last year but um I'm ready for it and I, I honestly I'm feeling pretty good about my picks bro yeah um, I think I think I'm you know I think I'm pretty spot on with this so let me pull what? up Schedule. I just had it and now I lost it.
0: Well, let's I let's start off August 31st. Ohio State versus Akron. That's
1: um
0: I believe it's the noon game. And I believe it will be, and I don't think this is Big Ten Network. I think it's gonna be one of those NBC straight to Peacock games like Michigan did this year.
1: I could I see this one on it's, I'm
0: going Peacock. <laughs>
1: this one can, can we can still do ESPN, right? Or no,
0: oh, it's uh, all CBS, NBC, and Fox.
1: CBS and BTN.
0: But BTN, I don't think BTN will get Ohio State right off the bat.
1: No, they never do. I I I'm gonna have to go with
0: Straight to Peacock.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's first one of the year. It's going to be Fox because they don't want to anger people that early.
0: Ohio, so think- Fox Sports 1, You, I would go with not the noon slot. I would go with the 4 p.m. slot then because the noon slot's going to get the big game.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right. No, no, that makes sense. Four o'clock, Fox is my pick.
0: FS1 or, you know. I'm going straight to Peacock. I think September seventh against Western Michigan is also going to be a nooner because that's usually the hall of that's usually the alumni game, and that's usually a noon game. Uh, Western Michigan, that will be BTN noon. I agree
1: that that has BTN written all over it. Um, Mo- September twenty first, another home, and th- we get a buy early after we. Yeah.
0: Um, March, so, I am going talk to me you're going straight to peacock now this is my Twilight four o'clock FS at one game
1: I got no I, I this screams peacock um and then th- honestly night game give me a night game
0: on on peacock. peacock yeah well I'm going night game Michigan State NBC for September 28th
1: I, I do agree with that. Um I, I that makes sense.
0: October fifth, straight Jeez. up, big noon kick. you going CBS three thirty?
1: Yeah, Iowa, Iowa, Ohio State it screams CBS three
0: thirty uh, in my book. I'm sh- screaming. I am screaming. um big noon kickoff. Now, this is the tricky one because this will be the biggest game of the year in the Big Ten. Be outside the Ohio State Michigan game. October twelfth at Oregon. This is my Gary Danielson, Brad Nestler straight to CBS 330, because I fear that Oregon is going to try to say, no, this game is not going to be a noon game. It's not, it wouldn't
1: even be a noon game. It would be like a 10 a.m.
0: 9 a.m. It would be a 9 a.m. but but it could be one of those rarity games where big noon kickoff will be there. But they don't do the noon game, the 12 o'clock game with Gus Johnson and Joel Clark because they've done that before and make this the three, 4 o'clock, three thirty four o'clock game. But I am going CBS, 3.30, Oregon, Brad Nessler, Gary Danielson. that, that just something screams at Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson. So,
1: here, here's a really dumb question, and, and uh, th- this is just my, you know, you are the TV guy, you understand all this. Ohio State can't be on ABC at all anymore?
0: The deal is – So, there's big, no
1: Kirby and Fowler.
0: Yeah, Big Ten. it's The Big Ten is on CBS, NBC, Fox, and BTN.
1: That's brutal. All right. Because um, I, I would I would say like maybe somehow that like her like that's an ABC game, but if it if, yeah if it can't be ABC,
0: too early for the big noon kickoff game. I think Oregon would try to put Peacock. a block on it. <laughs>
1: no, no. Uh, I think honestly NBC, NBC,
0: a No Way Eagle Todd Blackledge night game, NBC night game. Now the next one for me, Nebraska is the NBC night game coming to Columbus. Um, with, I, see,
1: I see. I think that that would be a big noon kickoff.
0: November 2nd is definitely big noon kickoff Penn state, Ohio state.
1: Oh yeah. They're not going to do. Oh yeah. You're right. But
0: they uh, have, they've done it before. Like I could see your point where Nebraska who could be pretty good this year Big noon kickoff back to back. They've done it.
1: Yeah, you know, give me big noon kickoff. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say big noon kickoff for Nebraska. Back to back? I like it. Well too, I just like Nebraska. The, ne, it's not even the like the, the magnitude of the game, it's just like Nebraska's such a big program, and like that there's gonna be such viewership. That just feels right. Even like I feel like we all like Nebraska, it's either a night game or at noon. And I feel like lately it's been at noon.
0: Yeah. And we both agree Penn State is big new kickoff all the way. November 9th, Purdue. This is interesting. It's a home game. But I scream Ohio State's going to throw in a night game in. I think they're going to sc- throw a night game in November if that Nebraska game is not a night game. I'm going to go 330 CBS. Um, maybe not Brad Nessler and – uh, maybe remember the Rutgers game was on CBS this year, and it, it was terrible announcers. But I feel like I feel like feel like CBS is going to want to do a game with Ohio State again. So I'm going three thirty CBS Purdue. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say noon BTN.
0: That's my next one at Northwestern noon BTN.
1: I'm gonna say that one is also noon BTN. I what, I guarantee you one of those will be noon BTN. So I'm just gonna say both of them are gonna be noon.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then in Indiana, the Indiana Indiana home game, screams it's uh, it screams 4 o'clock Fox.
1: I agree. I was going to say that that is absolutely a
0: Fox game. I don't know with it, with uh Spencer Tillman, no, Brock Huard, and uh the other guy. <laughs> it's
1: just like it's just going to be a thumping too, but it's yeah. like like it's going to be lo- the uninteresting Fox game of the week. Honestly, too, looking at the schedule, it is kind of nice. You know, it's look. The first 3 games, the first 4 games are kind of a joke. Then it's Iowa's a good tune up. And then it's Oregon, Nebraska, Penn State. That's definitely the gauntlet right there. And then it gets a little nicer because then um uh we have Purdue. Yeah, well, actually too, Oregon. After Oregon, we have a bye. Um, and then it's just like, you know, Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana. Are those are all just kind of get right games, get everyone healthy for the big one.
0: Yeah, Michigan, big we already know. Noon kickoff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like I like this year's schedule. We don't we have we get the Michigan effect this year and it's gonna be nice.
1: No, I, I like it. What's nice too is they just gotta be top twelve. I like I, obviously we gotta beat Michigan and we just gotta finish top twelve. So like I don't love, you know, I don't love the midseason when we play Oregon and like Nebraska and stuff, but I feel like I say that every year. Like there's always a gauntlet. Football's a grind. I, I think we'll f- figure out a way, but, you know, we only got to finish top 12, so now, like, now a loss is not that bad, unless it's to that team up north. Then it's, ah. Uh,
0: I honestly don't see a loss. Even how good, like with Oregon bringing back production, I with this coaching staff, I, I don't – I see us going to Austin and then beating them. I really do. This defense could – our defense could be legit – uh, the Oregon
1: game could honestly be one one of the biggest games of the early – the Oregon game is probably one of the biggest games of the early season.
0: Yeah, and, I, and of course, Penn State's always tough.
1: They, and, and that's absolutely right. Um,
0: Except for JTT owns them. He gets another shot at it.
1: The Penn State game is always just a slugfest, and it's always – I always leave that game just one, at wondering, like, why did we call that or why did they do this? It's it's always just kind of like a a muddy bogged down game, it feels like when I watch it lately.
0: But you know what? There's gonna be a new guy calling place. And it's not Ryan Day. It could be Bill O'Brien or it could be Chip Kelly.
1: So yeah, it's it's crazy because you know Bill O'Brien's been here for a couple weeks now. And I'm curious how much like a f- impact he's had on the offense already. Cause like, I'm sure they got his playbook. Like, I'm sure it's like the water boy. Like he had, he's given him the playbook and everything. So Ryan Day's probably taking a look at it and everything. And like, I'm sure he's put in his ideas and stuff, but you know, Bill O'Brien might be out of here in a couple of days. He, you know, everyone it's not, no one, no one's, I don't think no one's surprised that he might take the Boston college job.
0: I heard it could be a money situational thing. Boston College don't want to pay him what he wants, so we'll see. We'll see, and maybe Al Washington will be the head coach. I do think Bill O'Brien will end up. has, Has
1: mastered failing upwards. Like, why would he? Why would why would Boston College want to hire Al Washington when? That dude couldn't even count to eleven on the final play against Ohio State this year for Notre Dame. Like he, he couldn't. He couldn't get the
0: like. I, I just. He's going I, to from one Catholic. He's going to a better Catholic school. I mean,
1: <laughs> DC's got better Christians. Yeah, like that is, that's a great point.
0: Ignore ignore that home loss to Boston College. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'm not going to lie. That would actually be very funny if he 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 was just a really good, like, Al Washington. Do we
0: control – if Al Washington becomes the head coach at Boston College, think about how bad we control Notre Dame fans. Not only that they haven't beat us in almost 90 years, over 90 years, and two, Al Washington has is going to a school with better Christians. And I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I will watch that delusional video and I will cut up that, cut <laughs> up that piece where it says BC has better Christians. And I will plan. We will pl- it all over Twitter. Oh. And not only do we have uh troll Michigan fan Wednesdays, but we're going to have an extra day of trolling Notre Dame fans.
1: Oh Yeah. <laughs> DC literally stands for better Christians. (laughs) Catholics,
0: Catholics, Christians, whatever. (laughs) That would be funny. If they go to Al Washington instead of Bill O'Brien, Buckeye fans, we could have a heyday with Notre Dame fans. And we'd have to – And we really would have to just say, Michigan, this week we're not trolling you. We're going to troll Notre Dame. Michigan's troll themselves.
1: So – it, it was rumored that they're going to hire Chiefs defensive line coach Joe Cullen. It was all over M, like the, the message boards. Some, you know, I think like 247 reporters posted it. They retracted it. But like, take that all to grain of salt because no one knows. The Michigan reporters are all over the place. Uh, they're just, you know, they're dishonest. They just don't give correct information. They're always just spewing propaganda. But um, with Joe Cullen, um, and apparently he's been sober for 18 years, but in 2006, he got arrested at a subway for being hammered at a subway. He I got, thought he was
0: naked in a Wendy's drive-thru.
1: No, no, that too. Uh, and then he also got a DUI. <laughs> so that is, dude, is just leader of men. I know he hasn't done anything in, you know, 18 years. and And that's fine. People change. But just leader of men, Michigan man, enjoy.
0: (laughs) Who's got it better than them?
1: Yeah, it's going to be so funny when the sanctions hit.
0: Yep, and then Sharon Moore's stuck in a pickle between shortstop and third base.
1: That's a good analogy. I mean, I... It, it it's funny because everyone's leaving, like literally everyone, like the strength coach left, more and more people are leaving every day. Um, it's like if you ever watch the Titanic, when the ship starts to sink, the rats are the first one to like run out of the water, like get get away, like they ran up and like were avoiding the water. That's what's happening. All the rats are leaving.
0: And then and the guy and the guy just hit his head on the pillar. <laughs>
1: Um, but back to Ohio state coaching staff. So, I mean, it barring Boston college, if it's not out Washington, if it's not, if it is bill O'Brien, like I'm sure like the money has to do with it. Obviously everyone knows he has like a sick son and everything. And he was in Boston and they have the good medical care there and stuff. So I don't know, but like, I, I will say, I will not feel upset or slighted if he makes that decision. That's a personal family decision. The head coach. I, I I get it like I, I um but you mentioned chip Kelly who else besides Chip Kelly I know we posted it on the Twitter is there anyone else you see besides chip Kelly everyone's saying the Toledo coach Jason candle
0: Brian Johnson from Philadelphia has been rumored
1: yeah I could see um, that
0: um I don't know. He wants an NFL guy, so Chip Kelly. I mean, I know Chip, a lot of Eagles and 49ers fans could be like, I don't want Chip Kelly, blah, blah, blah. But it, it, it's hard to tell. It really is on who he can get. And I'm sure there's someone out there that we we haven't even mentioned and could come in and be the new OC. So it's going to be interesting. But I would probably lean on Candle, Brian Johnson, and possibly Chip Kelly. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. And oh. did you know National Signing Day was yesterday?
1: <laughs> it was. And honestly, Ryan Day, I was listening to a Ryan Day press conference with him and like Tim Walton, and they killed it. They were they were awesome. I'm 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 just so psyched. Tim Walton is is like, you know, he is a leader of men. Like <laughs> I know a joke about the Michigan guys, but Tim Wallen is a leader in a molder of men. Great, just a great coach. Um, and you can just hear him talk and just, you know, how they got to prepare. Um, how he's talking about how preparing, um, you know, all the extra guys. He's talking about Lorenzo Styles, how they're intrigued by him this year. Um, they expect big things from him, believe it or not, which is, I really like. Um, and he was just talking about like all these guys. Um, you know who he also talked about? about? Uh, Jermaine Matthews. Uh, who else? Yeah.
0: So, Matt Guerrero, safety's coach, is going to be looking into the special teams. In the special teams. Do you know who returned punts last year for Alabama? And really? now is his position coach at Ohio State? Oh, that makes
1: sense. down. Oh, that's a good, that's a great point.
0: I mean, he still hasn't announced who the special teams coordinator is and but like
1: they also have another assistant job open too, which it's probably gonna be Laura Nice who takes it, I would assume, but
0: he's out on recruiting, but we'll see.
1: I think I the, mean, biggest thing, the biggest thing with Laura Nice they said was just how bought in is he with the recruiting? Because that from my understanding, the biggest thing it's not his coaching ability, it's not his experience, it's just does he want to commit to be recruiting and not just like landing a couple big guys, like consistently going out and landing big players, not getting like a couple splashes, but continuously getting? I think that's the one concern. But I mean, I I think we should promote Laurinaitis. I think that's a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be good for the program. I think it's gonna help Jim Knowles out with recruiting, and I think we're gonna start landing some of these. Linebackers, I really do. Um, It's going to be interesting this off season. I can't wait for the spring. It, this might be one of the most anticipated spring games in recent memory.
1: The quarterback play this spring should be really
0: interesting. Yep, and we'll we'll have down the road. We'll have who we predict will probably be transfer and all that stuff. So I'm intrigued about Lorenzo Styles too. He, I, he. I think he could be a big factor in special teams when it comes to returning kicks and return. I I'd like to see a dude back air. I really would. You know, it's been since it's been since Jalen Marshall of 2000, of 2014 since he had the punt return for a touchdown. And it's been since 2010, since Jordan Hall took it back against that team up North.
1: I I remember, Hey, I was at the game where Jalen Marshall returned it, the punt for the touchdown. Um, I remember that vividly. It was a cold, cold day against Indiana. Um, I think it was, I think it was the week before we played Michigan actually, which I think, I think it was the week before that we played Michigan that year. It was, which is interesting because we play Michigan this year. We, well, we play a week Indiana week before Michigan this year. We won a national championship that year under a new playoff format. This is a new playoff format. We play Michigan. Uh, this year after Indiana,
0: you tell me it's it's lining up and it's 2024. We won in the 2014 season,
1: we won in, in uh 2002. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting it's, to
0: say the least.
1: Have we we won in an odd year though? I'm pretty sure 50, yeah, 57 61. Yeah. But six out of the eight have been in an even year. So yeah. I like our odds.
0: I like our odds.
1: Um but man, that's that's really all I got, bro. That's not, all I got. Not a crazy episode. Just keep an eye out with what happens with the uh Bill O'Brien situation. Uh we'll take anyone though. Like I'll take Chip Kelly. I'll take I'll take anyone. I think at this point, you know, Bill has hopefully had a little bit of an impact on the program. We've gotten here, here, here's
0: a real before we get off here. If he was really set in stone to taking the Boston college job, why was he in the Woody working? That's where I've
1: that's a great, that's a great, great thought to leave off on.
0: I, I love it. Yep, that's all I got. That's
1: all I got. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Notes podcast and enjoy your Super Bowl. Um, and I hope Chase Young, and Nick Bosa get a ring.
0: Yeah, did you? Go Niners.
1: Go Niners. <laughs> Go Bucks.